Here's Johnny. Hello and welcome to Films From Our Lives. I'm Victoria Feltham. And I'm Stuart Feltham. And that terrifying intro was because today's film that we will be reviewing for our Halloween special is The Shining. Yay! Is this a Halloween special? It is a Halloween special. It is a Halloween special. But yeah. it's a little bit before Halloween. We're hoping to get another one in before Halloween. Oh, well, now the pressure's on. We've told but, the people. But yeah, but to. the film that we're doing isn't a Halloween film. That maybe is the we issue. should maybe we should sneak another one in before that time. What another Halloween? Another film? Halloween in, yeah. Probably I've, should have had that discussion off air. Well, but, I feel like this is the third year of Halloween specials now, and we've not done the Ghostbusters, which I feel like is a really. Is, yeah. If I was watching a Halloween film. Yeah. All right then. So shall we put on pause what we were going to do, and do Ghostbusters next? Yeah, for I, our, I, our second Halloween special. I don't know where we can get hold of it. We can sort oh, I've this got off it on here. DVD. Have you? Yeah. Well, why didn't you say that? I'm sure I did, every time you've mentioned the Ghostbusters. So this is the first time. So there you are, and I've told you. Anyway. Good, there that's we are. Next so you've, there you are. Oh, a little glimpse behind the scenes for you listeners. <laughs> um, oh, bird. Pretty bird. Uh, see Dumb and Dumb at podcast for details. So anyway, so I just saw a bird out the window. <laughs> Stu gave me death eyes. Mm. All in the Halloween theme. Uh, would you like to IMDb? I will I... IMDb. Yeah. Also, that's pressure on there because it's the 19th today. We've got 12 days. Well, you're the one who blurted everything out. But anyway, IMDb. A family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter where a sinister presence influences the father into violence while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings from the past and future. Ooh. Does he see... Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so we should be clear so this is The Shining the film not the book I had hoped to have read the book so that we could sort of compare and contrast um, uh, yeah both uh, however I'm only on 11% as I <laughs> told you to um, so we can't really do that but I can talk about the first 11% and compare the beginning um, yeah so some of like our questions I feel might be answered when we read the book um but from what I've heard, like the book and the film are very, very different. And I don't have you seen Doctor Sleep, which came out was it yeah, last sequel, year? Isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that came out last year and then that I found a lot like a lot scarier than The Shining. Yeah, but I don't think it's I, like a I fear don't, thing. I don't it's, think it's a jumpy. I'm like it's yeah, more it's like of a thriller than, yeah. than a pure horror. Yeah. I mean there and it's creepy, there's creepy bits in it as well. Um but it's not like... Uh, yeah, it's not like uh, something... I don't know. Yeah, I know. Because, and because I'm okay with this film, and I'm not very good with This is kind films. of like, you know, like like Scream. Yeah. Where it's like a mental thing and a jumpiness. You wouldn't go home and be like, oh, I'm so scared of the Scream. But no. if you went into a dark kitchen, you'd be like, oh, is someone going to jump out on me? Yeah, yeah. In the same okay, way in this film. Same, you yeah. wouldn't go to bed worrying about Jack Nicholson. No. But, but when you watch it, like, oh, good yeah. God. Yeah. He's got an axe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, so... I forget what my point was. But, uh, oh, yeah. So, Doctor Sleep, I really, like, actually was terrified um but apparently that kind of that's the sequel to the book rather than the film right if that makes sense does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah yeah so maybe i'll be more scared when i read the book than than with the film i i sort of um took the film sort of less to do with um 
I don't know, you say things and I'll, I'll sort of seep it in as we go along. <laughs> well, I was going to say that I don't think I've ever watched this film cover to cover before. Have you not? That's um, really weird. I've always, this is one of our dad's like favourite It's such a good films. film though, I don't understand. Um, yeah, because Stu sort of implied earlier that he well, was take it le- I could take it or leave it is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But... And and there are, I, I, there are questions that I'll bring up during yeah. this film, but uh, the podcast. But yeah, I um, think it's excellent. Who's in this film? Uh, I will tell you now. Um, I think it's excellent, uh, Jack Nicholson. If you're listening, I thought it was excellent. I thought your performance was excellent. Yeah, uh, he, he yeah. plays. He's really good, but I don't get. Some Is of the he? Bits Is Jack Nicholson really good? Yeah. Oh, that's good of you to say. Uh, so I'll tell you who's in this film. Jamie Hudson is in this film. Spoiler alert for the who's in this film. <laughs> he plays Jack Torrance. Um, he's been in loads of things. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, Terms of Endearment. Um, as Good As It Gets. About Anger Schmidt. Management. Anger Management. Uh, the Witches of Eastwick. Uh, Batman. A Few Good Men. What's the one with... Um, the Departed. Give, the Departed. If you'll let me finish. Uh... I have finished. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he's had like 12 Academy Award nominations, making him the most nominated male actor in the Academy's history. A few good men? Um, it, so I've got, he won the Academy Award for Best Actor twice. For Just one, ignore what I said. No, I said, no, I was scanning what I, I wrote and uh, I've only got that he, he won it for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and as good as it gets. But like, that's not even that good a film. As good as it gets, no. A Few Good Men. I didn't know whether you said that he was in that film. Oh, he is in A Few Good Men. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking if he was no, nominated um, for an Academy Award. I want the truth. You can't handle yeah, the truth. Yeah, that classic he's conversation. Good. He's really good in that. He's really good in that. Um, and he is one of only three male actors to win three Academy Awards and one of only two actors to be nominated for an Academy Award for acting in every decade from the 60s to the 2000s. <sighs> Bravo. Anyone else in this film? Yes. <laughs> I'll be less lengthy with everyone else. Uh, so, Shelley Duval pl- uh, plays Wendy Torrance. Um, she is in Brewster McLeod. Um, um, Thieves Like Us, Nashville, Buffalo Bill... I've cut that off, so I don't know what that says. Sorry, something to do with Buffalo Bill. Um, Three women. (laughs) And, oh, something I saw recently, and I haven't added that on. Oh, Roxanne. She was in that. Um, And she has won the Best Actress Award at the 1977 Cannes Film Festival, um, a Los Angeles Film Critics Association Award, as well as a BAFTA Award, and nomination in the same category. Uh, Dick Halloran is played by Benjamin Sherman Crothers, and he is known professionally as Scatman Crothers, and he was an actor and musician. Um, yeah, from The Shining, he did a lot of voiceover work. Um, Harlem Globetrotters animated TV series, uh, Transformers, and the Transformers movie. And oh, and Scat Cat in the Aristocats. You watched that recently, no? No. Oh, well, must have been a dream of mine. What a great dream that was. Um, Danny, <laughs> um, 
Danny Torrance is played by Danny Lloyd. I thought he was excellent. That little boy. Mm. Yeah, glad you agree. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason he was selected uh, for the role was due to his ability to maintain concentration um, for extended periods of time. Um, yeah, and um, bless him, he didn't even know, so he was six at the time, and he didn't know he was in a horror film. Um, they told him he was in a, a film about a family who lives in a hotel. So he was did all that, of that, and he had no idea. Yeah, because yeah. at no point is there a, like, bit, because I was like, this, this could be quite scary. Yeah, that would have been, wouldn't it? Six-year-olds mm. playing that, but yeah, he had no idea. And then he retired from acting at the age of 10, but he did have, um, uh, he did a few other bits and bobs, and then they gave him a cameo role in Doctor Sleep, but that was his first acting role in 38 years. Smart, isn't it? Um, and um, so I don't know if you saw this because I watched the director's cut version. So, um, but Tony Burton was in it as Larry Durkin. Did you see him? So he's um, Duke, Tony Duke Evers in uh, Creed's Coach in Rocky. But I don't know if you saw him in there or, or if his scene was cut and then I just saw it. I do think so. Because I saw the director's cut. Um, and then Stuart Ullman was played by Barry Nelson, um, who was the first actor to portray James Bond. And, oh yeah, can I just say, right, so that's all the, that's all the people I have on my list. But, so this whole time, I thought that his name was Johnny... Because of the Here's Johnny. Because of the Here's Johnny. So it's only for doing this podcast I've realised his name is Jack. Why does he say Here's Johnny? Uh, so Johnny Carson, a, um, a, a TV host in America. Mm. And then they would start... This is only what I've gathered from research. I haven't seen it. Um, they would start the show by Here's Johnny. So Stanley Kubrick had been living over here in the UK. Um, so he had no idea about the Johnny Carson show so he almost cut that line yeah I was going to say did Jack Nicholson yeah, make that up he made that up he just said it yeah um, so I went like that whole scene is like classic I mean he's got like the th- we'll get to it but like the three little pigs oh, let me come here so I'd imagine he sort of ad-libbed all of that as well which I thought was amazing mm. I'm not in some kind of Jack Nicholson fan club but I just sort of really appreciate I'd, I really appreciated his work in this film, I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, so they so Stanley Kubrick didn't know what that was about, so nearly cut that from the film. And isn't that like one of the most famous lines? If you refer to The Shining, people just sort of we quote that at you, don't they? Well, we, yeah, we exactly. Really That's how famous it is. That was the first thing we thought of to do for our intro today. Yeah, but yeah, could have been cut. There you are. Trivia before we've even began. Mm. Well, should we get right into the film? Let's get right into it. So the uh, the credits at the beginning, um, it's like uh, a single car on a road going yeah. through like mountainous regions. Yeah. But and um, it's like I, I put it's a solitary car and yeah. eerie eerie music because it I uh, yeah I wrote it looks like a normal journey but there's sinister music playing so you know something bad is going to happen. Yeah, mm. and just that sense as well of like loneliness or yeah. being alone like 
I think there was one other car on the road at one point. Was there? But, okay, I only remember seeing that car. And it says, uh, there's this like big hotel, and it's like the interview. Jack's in for an interview. Yep. Um, and he talks about he's got a wife and son. Um, yeah, he's a former school te- teacher, and they, he's being interviewed at the <coughs> Overlook Hotel to be... To look after the hotel, well, keeping on it, maintenance while everyone's away for the winter. Yeah, because they have snow, like unbelievable snow, don't they? So they close it from September to, is it February? Yeah. Or March? So and like six months. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think months. it's five months, that's yeah. it. And then, so they, yeah, they want someone to um, to go there and... Yeah, do all the old jobs, keep the heating running, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, he's being interviewed. But is he so? It seems like he's being interviewed, but it also seems like he's definitely got that job. Well, it's kind of just like a, yeah, like a, a, a briefing, isn't it? Because they warn yeah. him about isolation. And he says that that's exactly what he wants because he wants to write a book. Yeah. Um, and they say about a tragedy beforehand that had happened a man killed his family. Yeah, Grady. And himself. Because of this is not fever. in front of Wendy, is it? It's just yeah, she's not there. She's not there at this. He's there point. on it because he phones her, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and he said it's not a problem, and that his wife would probably be fascinated by what's happened there before. And do they say that that Grady and his family, who were murdered, were living in the apartment where Jack and Wendy are, are going to have? Because they have a li- they'll have rather than just living in the hotel, they'll have their little apartment in the hotel, so it's not so. I didn't think they said anything about that. Did you not say? Um, Well, so in the 11% that I have read of the book, they do say that, which I just thought... Do they, though? I didn't... No, but I mean, do they even live? Because I I thought that was what room 237 was. (laughs) Sorry, you can't see, but she's just really circling room 237 on his notepad. Um, What's room 237? No, that's where the, the... Good looking old lady. Lady lives, the nudie lady. The one who melts. Oh, we'll get to it. Um, yes. Well, I, 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 alarm bells would already be ringing for me if yeah. I was Jack because of his son and his scary little weird friend, Tony. <laughs> so, he, again, you can't see. She's holding up his finger because that is Tony. So, so Danny has a imaginary friend called Tony who communicates to the outside world... Through Danny. Through Danny. Through Danny. Again, I'm doing it. You can't see this, listeners, but presumably you've if seen we the talk, film. If we talk with Tony's voice, assume our finger assume is... Assume our finger is the moving. So, like, oh, Mrs. Tarish. Well, he says to Tony, I wonder if Dad will get a job, and he's like, he's already got it. Yeah. He's going to phone and yeah. tell your mom now. And then he phones. So Tony can predict the future, or Danny can. Yeah. Um, or Tony can through Danny. Or it's just Danny, and he's pretending to be Danny. Yeah. Um, Danny asks Tony why he doesn't want to go to the hotel as well. And then he sees like a... Boom! The hotel You genuinely hallway. made me jump. The blood come down yeah, around the through corner. The, through the lifts, yeah. The yeah. lift doors, yeah. So, yeah, he kind of... We see a little... Uh, little premonition there don't we mm-hmm. so yeah Psh, the ocean of blood but yeah i mean he phones up and says yeah we got the job he's got a, 
stay there for whatever overnight and cross the i's and dot the t's. Yeah. And um, wasn't it weird when they, when uh, he was kind of describing the isolation that Jack and his family would feel, and now we've all kind of been in lockdown. Like, doesn't that? I don't know. That sort of resonated with me a bit more. But it's completely different because we've had family nearby to drop off shopping and had Zoom, Zumba and FaceTime quizzes. And then we were still sort of locked away from everybody, like everybody in lockdown. And then these people, it's the olden days. Hmm. So they only had a phone. Well, they were actually going far work, away. And they were really far away and they couldn't just pop to the shop. Or see anybody. They didn't need you. No. So, yeah, so they've only got TV and one phone. And one trike. Oh, and it, <laughs> thank goodness for a trike. <laughs> yeah, so just, I, just, I couldn't do it, could you? It just seems unbearable. I think I would kill you if we were locked away Me? for that long. Don't you think? Well, if you ever get offered a job at the Outlook Hotel. Outlook? <laughs> Outlook, not so good. <laughs> for me overlook hotel let's not go together no um so it's closing day so the family set off danny's not got the seatbelt on like we're over there no he um, hasn't but uh oh wait and also though this is uh, there's a point i want to make mm. um jack tells a story about these people who had to eat each other to stay alive mm. and i thought he packs no pun no pulls no punches even though he's chatting to his six-year-old yeah, he he didn't he didn't sense that story at all. It. Yeah, and and this is what uh, yeah this is I this is the point I was going to make which I will yeah now. do uh, Jack already seems a little bit unhinged anyway, and I thought it would have been better for the film mm-hmm. if he'd have been like a real like like he doesn't seem like a nice dad. No, he's not. Is like it? No. if it, it it doesn't come as a surprise. That all of a sudden he turns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. like at the beginning he's like with his wife and like, I love you and with his yeah. son and playing with him. And, and then, so it wasn't like a hotel made him go mad. And it's just like, it's just pushed him that tiny little bit. Well. You know, like, he doesn't seem like a, a really nice man. I mean, man. let's not say it as like mad. He's clearly got mental health issues and alcohol suffers from, al- well, suffered from alcoholism. Right. Yeah, and so in some of his, like, rage, we learn that didn't he break Danny's arm? Yeah. 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 Previously in a... So I just sort of saw... But I thought that that added to, like, what could have happened... Like, to that kind of questioning what, what actually happened. Because it's like... It, um is all of this in his mind sort of thing what? as part everything that happens in the film is that to do with kind of him having a breakdown or is he actually looking at the ghost of the people that we see later on so is it spooky or is it his mind playing tricks on him kind of thing so none of this happened so so, so I like, just thought because if the they film had makes that in 10 there, minutes longer he'd sit up and be like, oh, that was weird. Well, he wouldn't because, uh, well, I won't spoil the ending, but he won't, will he? No, but if you're saying it's all in his mind. No, 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 not like that, but like when it's happening. So he thinks then he's seeing, um, you know, 
like we'll get to it but when he has a conversation with Grady and the loo and that kind yeah, of thing yeah but then like I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a dream it's not like Bobby Ewing you won't get that reference no <laughs> we're covering it it was all a dream I'm not saying that um I'm yeah I'm saying that maybe he's seeing these things like he thinks he's having a conversation with all these people in the hotel blah 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 but actually it's part of He's just stood there talking to no one, which I'm not saying is the case. No, no, yeah, but I'm yeah, saying I agree. That that I yeah, I think that I think, that, I think yeah. that is the case. But then the wife sees him as well. Yeah, but I, I am um, because they mention. So can I just read what I wrote about Charles Grady? Because I felt like we didn't go into enough detail. You can in five minutes. Let's do it in five minutes. And we're back. With that, after our five minute break, that you. That made would, no difference you, to your you life. We always say this. We always do. Um, so go on, you were going yeah, to read Yeah, so something. I was going to read. So I just wrote that, just in a bit more detail about Charles Grady, because I felt like we sort of skimmed over that. So in 1970, so this film came out in 1980, so 10 years before, Charles Grady was the winter caretaker, and he was there with his wife and two little girls. 10 years before, you say? Yes. So it, uh, he had a breakdown... Um, over that winter period and killed his family with an axe and stacked them in the west wing and shot himself due to cabin fever um so yeah so he fills uh jack in on that um so that's the, in the west wing so i don't know if that is where the torrance family's apartment is but anyway it's sort of jack just doesn't even seem phased by it but it's yeah that would it. put me off wanting to stay there um because it acts in the in the book, oh, by the way, when we had a little break, I managed to get the book reading up to 12%. You're welcome. Um, so it does a definition of cabin fever in in there, um, which is when you, so, you sort of... Oh, should I find the definition or you're happy just to carry on? Just carry on. Just carry on. Okay, but it, it gives it... Skimming over roughly, it's kind of the when you're... Yeah, you're isolated and the people you, you with... You people you were with, oh, my gosh. Um... Yeah, uh, no, I can't remember the definition. <laughs> Stu's just looking <laughs> so irritated by me. I'll find it and tell you. Yeah, carry I'm... on. So anyway, yeah, cabin fever, and that's what did it. But but Jack, for one thing, doesn't seem phased by even happening, and doesn't seem to fear that it could happen to him. Does he? No. Whereas that story would put me off doing that job. Well, you certainly go into it with a bit. I'm sure he just thinks, well, I'll be fine. He just—he just seems like I mean, he needs the it money. It sounds like a decent gig. Like you get to go stay in this massive luxury hotel. Yeah. All you have to do is live. In you know, like, there. And, and he's yeah. a writer, so yeah, he's got plenty of time for activities. I think I. There's so much room for activities. I think yeah, it's a bit taking like the, I think the, like the one kid, family, you know, like the, the maybe a man and a, a woman partner, whatever. Um, if they were going by their own, yeah, and they make that decision, they know that they, they, cause, but for the little boy, but no to one take, to play yeah, with. What's, for he, gonna, five what's months, he gonna do for five no months? No one to interact to, with, yeah, uh, yeah. And like I said, it's not like he seem he 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 doesn't seem like the most doting of parents. No, it's very much the boy uh, Danny is with his mum. She seems to be the one that yeah, they have a nice bond, they, really they play bond. and things like that. Yeah. But, um, so you were sort of saying you could understand, you would, initially then, did you think that it would have been better if he was a nice dad? Yeah. And then, and then so it's like, a, oh, 
like the real shift. So it like when he so it's when, more noticeable. For, yeah, like the first time where he's in typing away. Yeah, and he goes mad at Wendy. Mm-hmm. Like you'd be like, oh, whoa, that's, that's unlike him. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Whereas how he is, I can imagine she didn't even seem that shocked. No, that you he know, was like angry. Yeah. so is that just the normal him when he's the working anyway? Yeah. You know? Well, I'm drinking... No, I... I yeah, I, I can see what you're saying, but my... Where I was coming from is that that's why it kind of lead, leaves the the story open to interpretation because it's like, all right, are these spooky things happening or is this just going on in his mind because this is how he is anyway? Yeah. Which is sort of more interesting. Well, I assume that it is going on because obviously... Let's just carry Let's on. Let's just carry on and yeah. see. Let's investigate it as we discuss. Well, yeah, so they get... They, they assisted on the... Um, uh, oh. The oh. day, the closing day. Yeah. So they get a tour of the hotel. Um, and they're told that it was... The site is also on the Indian burial ground. Yes. So there's all these, like, little... <laughs> hat tips sort of things to something spooky going on you know like yeah. like traditionally um danny's playing darts and he sees the two twin girls who we are to assume are the grady girls so the ghosts yeah yeah because this is what i'm saying like danny's seeing danny's them as seeing well them. Mm-hmm. um and well and we uh, we meet um Mr. Half, Halloran, Halloran, Dick. Oh, I've written that. Dick Halloran. Yeah, I wrote that in the. Um, He's like giving the, the tour. Is it Halloran? I think it's Halloran. I can't remember. Halloran. Writing. Yeah. Um, he's giving the tour, and he manages to like speak telepathically. Yeah. To Danny. To Danny. And he starts calling him. Is it Doc? Doc. Mm-hmm. And the mum was like, how do you know? And she's like, oh, you, you must have called him in front yeah. of me. And she was like, oh, well, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I didn't. I didn't, yeah. Mm. Um, so he says to Danny, mate, going for ice cream. Oh, yeah, but with his mind. With his mind. Yeah. And Danny kind of <coughs> talks back. Um, uh, what have we talked about? Is it like a, a child psychologist that comes to visit Danny? Has that happened yet? I didn't see that before the oh did you not oh okay so maybe this is something I saw then because of the extended version so um yeah so you know I was talking about didn't Jack break his arm and then you look confused so that's why so in the book Jack previously broke Danny's arm in the film he dislocated Danny's shoulder he came home drunk um grabbed Danny's arm and used too much strength and then so um the child psychologist has come to see Danny because of the visions and dreams he's having and obviously Tony um yeah so Wendy tells her she says it all bright and breezy like oh I came home drunk grabbed his arm and used too much strength and then like dislocated his arm like it and she says it really kind of breezy like it's one of those things that just happens Mm -hmm. um which obviously is not um, but so that showed them there's something already going on with Jack and um, that he already has some kind of anger issues or drinking problem 
Um, so maybe it's not just the hotel that drives him to do what it does. Um, but she said it's all good that he did. Not like all good that he did that, but all good because after that he promised never to drink again. So that was just before he told um, Danny about cannibalism in the car. Right. Yeah. So that, so that was just happen. before that bit. <clears throat> so you didn't see that bit? No. Okay, that's interesting then. Yeah, so that's in the extended version then. Okay. So, um... Dick says to Danny that he has this thing that his him and his is it his mother or his grandmother used to be able to talk to each other. Yeah. And they used to call it shining. Yeah. Why? He does say that, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But why? Why shining? Did you? I didn't write down why he called it shining. He doesn't say. Shining outside. He doesn't say, but why? Doesn't he? Why would you call that shining? I'm sure maybe then it was said. Oh, this is why. Uh, so, tone, people leave traces of themselves behind that people with the shining can see and told him not to share that shine. Not to share that sh- he can shine to people. Yeah, so he said don't say anything. And yeah. he says, to, um, he tells Dick that they know, uh, his mum and dad know about Tony. Yeah, mm. when bad things happen, things are left behind. Yeah. And he said lots of bad things have happened over the years in the hotel. Yeah. And he says stay away from room 237. Yes. So then we have boom. A month later. No. Is it? Well, everybody's gone. Yeah, everyone's gone. And it, it says on the screen a month later. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Danny's going around on his trike. That's kind of creepy in itself. I know. It's weird, isn't it? But it is really creepy. Because <laughs> yeah. um, you just sort of, you don't. Because you're expecting something though, aren't you? Yeah, because you it's not like it's film. The way it's the way it's filmed that's creepy because you're following him around. It's, you just see the back of his head. Yeah. Um and then like you can hear the pedaling and then he's just zooming round and it's like that disgusting carpet. Yeah. Um yeah. And then yeah, massive hotel. You've learnt that it's been built on a, a an ancient burial ground possibly and it's just like yeah, it feels spooky. You don't know what you might see around the corner. Yeah. Um, I If you were in a hotel on your own, mm. around, I wouldn't be going around on a trike. I wouldn't be going around on a trike. I would just stay in one room, probably. Yeah. Especially after all Gently the... weeping. <laughs> um, no, I'd be... Re- yeah, I'd be really frightened. Um, uh, just that... That carpet is gross. Yeah, they spend a lot of time out of their apartment and in the main hotel. Like, Danny watches TV there later. I don't know, that's just too much space for me. Mm. I'd be frightened. Let's not do it. Um, so, Danny and Mum... <coughs> oh, all right then. Go into the... Voice, voice is breaking. Voice. <laughs> uh, go into the hedge maze. And I put, oh, there's something creepy about a hedge maze Yeah, as well. that is like, as well. It's just that not being able to get out when you... If yeah, you need to. when you need to, and there's really clever the like I don't know a lot about oh, it. It's like a, a little model village. There's of it, a, mod- a model, of the hotel. yeah, at the hotel, and then Jack sort of eerily looming over it, like looking down into it, and then it so it switches from him looking over this model maze to Danny and Wendy actually in the maze, and it's just yeah the way that that's done, sort of like he's this evil overlord looking over them with like their future in his hands. He also has started work as well, I should have mentioned. He's oh, on his, on his typewriter. On his type... <laughs> <coughs> did a little typing mind there. Yeah, so he's also writing his book. Did we say that he used to be an English teacher? And that he's... Re- well, he used to be an English teacher. 
Uh, yeah, but he's not doing that, but he wants... So, yeah, part of the the appeal of doing this is that he can get some writing done and earn some money. So it's not made clear in the film, is it, why he's not an English teacher anymore? No. Uh, another thing about Hedgemeases, mm. I only know two films of Hedgemeases in. Yeah? And it doesn't end well for anyone. Oh, really? What's the other film? Harry Potter. Oh, of course. Yeah. Spoilers. Cedric Diggory. Oh, yeah, of course. Didn't think of it. Oh. Cedric, um, RIP. Sorry, spoilers. Uh, so there's Ding Tuesday. Uh, oh, when... How, um, I've got... I've written... I've not written if it was Tuesday or not, but Wendy is very positive and supportive... And brings. I don't Jack. think that's yet. Is that not yet? No. Okay. So, um, yeah, Danny goes to room. Danny's on his trike again. He goes past yeah. room two three seven. Goes back to it, and it's locked. So he drives away. Jack. He is, watches it for a while, doesn't he? Just Jack looks at it. Yeah, Jack's mm. typing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I can't help but think there should be more maintenance staff. That's a lot. And and there wouldn't be as many murder suicides. Well, uh, yeah, why didn't you get a whole bunch of people? Yeah, this is this is the moment where you are at. Yeah. Right? Jack had suggested in like his interview, oh why didn't they open it up for skiing? Um, but apparently it's just too much uh money to clear the roads and everything. But it just seems yeah, for three people with a tiny small boy. Mm just a that's a lot isn't it i mean and um like there's enough food in that there like they said jack and wendy are doing everything yeah Yeah. i don't know like some kids on a uni break or something or just like yeah a few families a few families but just (coughs) one yeah just really isolated um oh so this is where jack's very rude to his wife really rude yeah so she is um, but she's sort of not phased by it in a way so she's really positive supportive brings him breakfast in bed she's encouraging about his writing she says that she was scared um of the hotel at first but jack says that he fell in love with it right away and he feels like he's been there before um and and he felt like he knew what would be around every corner when they were having their tour foreshadowing mm. well, I put, yeah i don't think that the either of them have considered Danny's feelings to be locked away for so long no and I don't think he considered Wendy's feelings and I feel like she just sort of went well, like along now with as it well. to like, happy yeah they've gone and done scary. this yeah. and he's just he now is just being like leave me alone yeah so now there's just the two of them exactly in a way like he would have been better off going there by, by, him, by, by his own his, yeah <clears throat> um, so Wendy and Danny are playing in the snow and this is uh, this is at this point because he told her to get the f out mm. is where I put um, like yeah I thought that they might have built Jack up more as like a loving husband right slash dad um, because even though this is like a moment where it's like oh god like yeah. he's being a bit I don't feel like that's much different yeah to his he, uh, initial. Like I could imagine always, that at home. Yeah, he is always rude, but obviously it sort of. It builds up to be beyond even for him. Um, but the sort of like the fact that she's not phased by it, yeah, just shows you that he is just like that all the time because it's not like, you know, if if um, if Adam spoke to me like that, I'd be like, sugar, where did that come from? But with uh, <laughs> but with um, sugar me <laughs> with Jack, yeah, she's not 
not really phased by it. She looks a little bit hurt, doesn't she? But that's that's all. Yeah. Um, but again, it sort of adds to if the hotel is slowly taking over his mind, you've got that he can kind of hide it from her because he has got kind of an angry soul anyway. Yeah, I, I wrote he is verbally and emo emotionally abusive. And then I wrote horrible creature. Um, so the phone lines are down. This is Saturday now. Oh, wait, Thursday. Johnny is just film staring. Oh, Jack. It's because I wrote Johnny all the way through because I didn't realise until the end. So I've had to edit myself and call him Jack even though I've written Johnny. Thursday. Jack is just film staring. He is not well. That's my diary entry for Thursday. Saturday. Um, when the radios, the local police... Well, are they police? They're like yeah. mountaineers or yeah, whatever. local law enforcement. Yeah, and then says that the phone lines are down. And he, he tells her to leave the radio on at all times now. Yeah. In case they need to get hold of him. Oh, I wrote... <coughs> Oh, bless her. You can hear, you can tell that she's happy just to chat to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Over. Over. Yeah. Um, oh. Danny's on the trike again. The twins are in the hallway, twin girls. So the first time he was going around, he didn't see anything, did he? And he then, has seen he... them before, though. Uh, but only in a vision. And well, now he's actually looking. No, no, no. Like, didn't he see the no, only no, thing before? Him. It was in his memory. He's seen him. No, he's seen right? him no? when he met Dick. Did he? When he was playing darts. Oh, okay. Danny is playing darts. He sees the two terrifying girls. Oh, right. I didn't realise he saw them in, in like, now time. I thought he'd only see them in his... Oh, maybe. In his futuristic vision. Yeah. And then I thought that this... I could be wrong, but this was the first time he'd seen them in real time. Maybe. Yeah. It wasn't a premonition. It was, oh, there they are, actually. Yeah. Um, they say to come and play. Yeah, come and play with them forever and ever. Then we see them again as corpses. And um I didn't see that. Did you not? Oh okay, no. so that's maybe then my extended version. Yeah. So first of all we see Oh uh, yeah, like just the dead bodies. Just dead bodies, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, what uh, yeah. else did you think corpses meant? Like when the naked woman turns into an ugly woman. Oh right, no. A corpse uh, is yeah, just a dead I, body. Isn't I it? couldn't read my body at my body. <laughs> <laughs> my writing. So they speak to him, they say, come and play, and we see the murder scene. Forever and ever, yeah. And Tony says that it's not real. Tony's being quite Tony's nonchalant quite about it. Because so no. Danny, said, oh, Danny hides real. his face and says, Tony, I'm scared. And then Tony says, it's just like pictures in a book, Danny. It isn't real. Well done, Tony. Well done, Tony. Thank goodness you were there. Quite comfort. Monday. Bing. Ding. Uh, Danny oh. goes... Sorry, let me just check my notes, because there was just something I want... Oh, no, this is Monday. Carry on. Uh, he goes into the bedroom, and Jack's in there, because he wants his fire engine. Oh, yeah. Jack calls him over. Oh, so Danny and Wendy were watching TV. Yeah. Yeah, in the main part of the hotel, yeah. Um, so, first of all, he wants to go to get the fire engine, but Wendy says no, because Jack is asleep in there. I know, that's not in... Oh, is that not? Bed. Oh, okay, so here we are, director's cut behind the he extras. just walks in and jack sat on the bed right oh okay so do you did you see them watching tv then no okay so in the in the director's cut danny and wendy wendy are watching tv um how did you, you gave me the dvd how have we watched different films did you not pick director's cut on the dvd no. oh. so 
Danny and Wendy... Uh, I've said that bit. Uh, so, yeah, he wants to go and get the fire engine, but Wendy says no because Jack is asleep in there. He asks again, so she gives in, but warns, don't make a sound. So it sounds like she's... Yeah, he kind of, of like, creeps in. Yeah, she's, it sounds like she's a little bit frightened and wary of Jack. Could have gone and got it herself. Yeah, or gone, yeah, gone with him. I don't know. Um, Probably thinks he might be less shouty at... At Danny. Um, but, but, interestingly... So in the normal version, then, you don't see the TV on at all, no? Because um, Adam and I watched a uh, boyfriend, a new listeners. Um, we watched a documentary called 237 about The Shining. And then they pointed out in that documentary that um, there is no cable coming from the TV. Right. So the TV's just on. There you are. Um, yeah, so... So Jack's just sat staring. Mm-hmm. So is that in? Is this what you were going to say now? Yeah. So and he, he says, and he calls him over, and he says that he wants him to have a good time in the hotel. He yeah. Um, and he says that he can't sleep, and if he could, he'd stay there forever, because he's like, "Are you having a good time? Yeah, are you having a good time? He um. He's yeah. He sits him on his lap and then, yeah, and hugs him, and it it doesn't seem natural for either of them, does it? Neither of them look comfortable with that. No. It's like yeah. And Danny says, "Would you ever hurt me or mummy, mummy yeah. or me?" He said he wouldn't because he loves him. Scary. Does yeah? So did you? Sorry, did you just say then that Jack had said? He said, "Dad, do you lo- like the hotel?" Yeah, and yeah. he says, "Yeah, um, I'd and he stay says, here forever." He says, "I wish we could stay here forever and ever." Um, like the twin girls. Okay. I noticed. Ding. Wednesday. Um, wait. Uh, he's Danny says, would you have hurt mummy and me? Jack is immediately defensive and asks if his mother has ever said that to him. And then I, I wondered if, yeah, he'd ever physically abused the mum mm. that we don't know about behind the scenes. Um, and then... But obviously, I in the director's cut, we learn that he had dislocated Danny's arm. But you didn't know that then in your version. I know something that has happened. Yeah. But I'm not sure they go into... They go into the, the detail. Um, so, yeah, Wednesday, Danny's playing with cars. And the tennis ball drops from nowhere. And he yeah. used to look where it's from. Jack's asleep at the typewriter. Yeah. And Wendy seems to be doing all the work in the hotel that Jack's been hired to do. Yeah. Isn't she? She's sort of doing the maintenance. Um, he starts getting a bit hysterical on the typewriter, doesn't he? He's like, yeah, having a nightmare at his desk. So Wendy runs in and wakes him up, and he says that he dreamed that he killed her and Danny and yeah. cut them up, and he but, says oh. he's losing his mind. Danny, um, Danny yeah. comes in, and Wendy tells him to go play in his room, and he's got like a bruised neck. Yes. So Wendy says, Jack. Did Jack do it? Jack looks confused. Did he do it? Question mark. Yeah. And then she... That's when she finally sort of lashes out at him, doesn't she? She's been very... She's sort of tried to remain calm throughout, but here is when... Right, it's like too much now. And Mm. he just looks baffled. Yeah, he doesn't know really what's... He doesn't know what's happened. He's been having a bit of insomnia. He doesn't defend himself, does he? Because I think he doesn't know if he has... If he did do it to him... 
Um, so he goes to the bar and talks to Lloyd, the barman. So this is the first time now, then, that we see him... Talking to someone. Talking to someone other than Wendy or Danny. Well, this is what I put, like, I assume that this is in his mind. Yeah, so this is what we don't know, do we? No. Is this, is this in his mind, or are these ghosts? Yeah. Um, and Lloyd talks to him like he knows him. him. Yeah. And then he has his first drink in five months. Um, Jack says that he didn't touch Danny. Mm. He said, L- L- Wendy won't let him forget what uh, accidentally happened three years ago. Yeah. And and then Wendy comes... He, yeah, does Wendy come in? And she says there's a crazy woman who had strangled Danny. And she has a baseball bat in her hand. Yes. So did she run into the bar... Yeah. So all the people in the bar have... Oh, so it was only Lloyd in the bar at this point. And Lloyd has gone then when Wendy runs in. Yeah. Yeah, so crazy woman in one of the rooms strangled Danny. And then we cut to Dick Dick. Halloran in bed. Yeah, and he sees the news about the horrendous snowy weather. Yes. So... um, And I put as well, he hears something with his shining. Yeah. And he looks panic-stricken. Yeah. Um, and then we skip to... Uh, is Danny sat in his bed here, or is he sat in the bed in 237? Oh, I assumed it was his bed. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. But he he, he can see because what's going on. doesn't Jack go to 237? Yeah. Yeah, so I think... So, But he hmm. keeps panning back to him, sort of sat on the bed. Yes. Oh, no, so he's not watching it with his eyes. He's watching it with his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jack goes to the room... Two, three, seven goes into the bathroom. Goes to check it out, doesn't he? Because of what Wendy yep. had said. And there's a lovely naked Afro- woman. <laughs> lovely naked woman. <laughs> there's a lovely naked woman. Yeah. So first of all, he likes what he sees. Yes. A lady, um, handsome in appearance. Yep. Open, <laughs> opens the shower curtain, stands up, full nudity. Full frontal male full nudity. Full frontal nudity. <laughs> And walks towards him. They kiss. Yeah, he doesn't question that. Like, oh, do you want to pop a towel on or anything? Like, oh, what are you doing here? Why would you want to pop a towel on? They're about to kiss. You're disgusting. Um, so yeah, so they just they kiss for a bit. And then she turns into this old. And then she turns into a hag. Scary. Oh. Like mud. Like corpse woman. Yes, corpse. I Great. drew. Yeah. Halloween costume. They. And yeah. she laughs at him. Uh-huh. Oh, but uh, but with like rotting flesh. Yeah. Ugh. But that's what I put. Has, has Danny been seeing this? Was he in the room? Was were we watching this through Dick's eyes, or were we watching? Is this, this what Dan- he's seeing? Are they both seeing this? Yeah. Is Danny seeing this and communicating it to Halloran? Yeah. Halloran. Halloran. So Jack knocks on the bedroom door. He says that he didn't see anything. Yeah. Why does he lie here? Well, because he kissed her. Right, but he ca- he could just say, "I saw a woman." And then, initially, she was a lovely naked well, uh, woman. Yeah, but, yeah, but he's, and then, the, the, she turned into a... Horrible naked woman. <laughs> yeah, but he's naked. not in a, of sound mind. That's true. Point, so he just says, yeah, there's, noth- there's no- nobody there. But then, of course... Oh, and then he suggests that Danny bruised himself. Yeah. It sort of seems... I wonder if he's jealous of Danny's relationship with Wendy. Because it's like he's trying to get Danny in trouble. Mm. Um, yeah, I said what I wrote. What does he have against his own child? 
Um, and then Danny's listening in his room, and then um, he vision. sees red rum on the door. Red rum. Well, red rum. save that for the impressions round. Right. It's too late now. Well, and the hallway. That was my best then, impression. Then the hallway fills with blood. Yeah, well again. from the lift doors. Yeah. So. Elevator, if you're in America. Jack gets angry with Wendy. Yeah, I wrote he is evil and abusive. Is this and, where they're walking up the stairs? Uh, no, and blames Wendy for all the bad in his life. Um, and then Halloran is... rings the sheriff just to check in on the family. Okay. Yeah, just he let, lets them know they're up there they're on their own. Can he just check on them and see how they're doing? So Jack goes to this party that is at the bar. So yeah, goes to the ballroom. Um, is it the gold room or something? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's gold. And he gets food spilled on him, and or taken. drink. Food and drink. Is it food and drink? Yeah. Oh. And he gets. Um, the by yeah, so a, a waiter's walking around, spills drinks on him, and yeah. he doesn't. That doesn't phase him. You would think, like, he would... like Think how, how full how of rage annoyed, he yeah. was with them, with Wendy and Danny. But he's like, oh, fine. Um, so they go into the loo to sort it out. Yeah, and he's introduced and himself. He, and He recognises him, doesn't he? Yeah. What's his first name? Delbert. Delbert Grady. Yeah. So uh, he says, yeah, that he knows him, that he was the caretaker of the hotel. Yeah. And he said, Jack says, you... Jack said, you killed your wife and your daughters. And he says, you've always been the caretaker. I should know. I've always been here. Yeah. So maybe the ghost of Jack was there when Grady was the caretaker there. That's what I wonder if, like, um, just because of the ending, which we'll get to, but I wonder then, was, have Jack and Grady always kind of been there sort of egging each other on? So... Do you see what I mean or no? No, I I just Um, So Grady says, yeah, you've always been the caretaker. So maybe when Grady was having his visions and stuff back in 1970, he was seeing a ghost of Mm. Jack. Is he just denying that at that point? Yeah, initially he does. Yeah, because obviously later on. Yeah. Um... That, yeah, I wrote... They use racist language to discuss the fact that uh, Dick Halloran has been summoned by, by Danny. Danny. Um, and Grady says uh, um, that his girls have been naughty, so he had to He said they didn't correct, like... Yeah. Correct they, that's the That's the phrase they use, isn't it? Yeah, he says they didn't like the overlook and they tried to burn it down. So he corrected them, in quote marks. And his wife. Mm. Um, the radio is trying to get hold of... <laughs> The radio the guys, itself. The police radio. Yeah. Jack breaks it. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, oh, Dick's driving, I put presumably to, to, towards the hotel. Yeah. He's like, it's stuck in the snow. Yeah. So, uh, we, Wendy's now like fearful walking around with a baseball bat in hand. Wait, have we had the red rum scene yet? No. That's why I've not mentioned it. Ah, oh, I thought that that was before then. Uh, she looks on the typewriter and on the typing it says all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. No, that 
that's um, after, I think. After what? When it says red rum, yeah. you'll see on my page that it says red rum. Okay, I've got written notes before. I do apologise. Um, and there's just pages and pages and pages of it. Like his whole book. Yeah. All his work. Yeah. Jack sneaks up behind her. Wendy says that she wants to talk. Uh, Danny can hear it and the hallway of blood again. Yes. Um, Jack says that he should be done with... Uh, what should be done with Danny. Yeah. Wendy says that she thinks that Danny should go to the doctors. And Jack's just like, this is classic you. I've got the responsibility of the hotel. Yeah. And you just want to leave it. Never mind my job. Yeah. You just, never mind my book. Oh. You want to just take Danny to the hotel. And uh, she, to the doctors. she's crying and she just looks exhausted. She's emotionally and physically exhausted, isn't she? She's just walking backwards. Yeah. With the baseball bat just swinging it at yeah, him. Yeah, just like, get away. he's like, and then... And then uh, we can't say it in case children are listening, but he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your... Brains in. Beep! Brains in. F word brains. And then she hits him twice, and then he falls down the stairs. Can you now admit that the Red Room scene was before then? No, it's not. What Red Room because, scene? I because... said, we said about Red Room. No, no, he, so first of all, he had the vision of Red Room. Yeah. And then... There's the actual scene no, where no, he no, bites no. it on the no, door. No, 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 no. Okay, I've got it before. Right, why have well, I got why it before? Have you got it before? I don't you're know. Wrong. You <laughs> I just admit know. that you're embarrassed. I'm sorry. Um, so then <laughs> she drags an unconscious. But I thought she was asleep at that point. When? Just let's All right. just I'm let's sorry. just follow the film in order, <laughs> shall we? Sorry, listeners. Sorry, Stu. I'm jumping the gun. Um. So, yeah, she drags an unconscious Jack. Yeah. I thought it was to a freezer, but it's not. It's just like No, it's food. just like the larder. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even cold in there, is it? He can quite happily just he sit can quite happily there. hang out there. There's plenty of food. Five months. Um, yeah. She locks him in and then sits outside. Um, and he, like, wakes up. And he's kind of, like, playing on her emotions to try yeah. and like, let him out. Yeah. And then she says that she is going... Um, oh yeah. But Jack says she's going nowhere because yeah. there's way too much snow. Yeah. He's like quite like smug about that. Yeah. And um, oh oh and and as well because he, he knows that he's broke the snow. Yeah, plow. that's it. So they they can't get get through snow cut. Yeah, and the radio. Yeah. I'm um, just sort of going back. Do you know the, all those pages of all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy? Hmm. Oh my gosh! Like. What a palaver to type out. Who was in charge of those props? Yeah. That must have taken forever. And it's all different. It's not like you can just get a photocopier. You have like a page of it normal and then a page of it where it's just in the bottom right corner. Reverse form. And then, yeah. yeah. It's all different ways. Like that must, who was in charge of that? That must have taken ages. So Jack's asleep in the like larder and Grady knocks on the door. And says that... Well, we only hear a voice. We don't... Yeah, we don't see Grady now, do we? Do we? No, I don't think so. Well, he says you haven't taken care of business. Yeah. Jack says that he will when he gets out. Yeah, and he says your wife's got the better of you. Yeah, he says you underestimate mm. her. Yeah. And that you need to deal with her. Yeah. Um, In the harshest of manners. Mm. And he opens the door. 
Yeah. Why are you showing me your palms? Well, <laughs> Stu it, is holding. listener, Stuart is holding his palms. Of an imagination. Yeah. How is it now opening the door? I see what you're saying, and again, do you know what? I'm I'm just, just you know, putting ideas out there. I'm just dropping them into the universe. So, here. Do we we only hear Grady's voice, okay? So that again, that could be in Jack's mind. Sure. So we assume then that Grady's the one that lets him out. Could have been Wendy had a change of heart and let him out silently, and he smiles because ha, she's let me out. Could have been Danny. My my daddy's trapped in this in the larder. Mm. I'll let him out. This is this is what we're mm. not saying that that's right. We're saying that's a possible interpretation of it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Danny then cuts his finger and writes red rum. No, he writes with lipstick. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I've read that as well. <laughs> Danny writes with lipstick. Where did you get cuts? I don't stuff? know. Because right. it should be in blood. No, because it's a child's finger. No, lipstick yeah. is fine. Um, and Jack is now got an axe on him. Got an axe on him. <laughs> yeah, so he's written red rum on the door which when you look in the mirror so you look at the reflection of it says murder murder there's been a murder um jack's now swinging at their like quarters yeah their with, front door with axe so um when the oh yeah so this is when it gets like halloweeny yeah mm-hmm. locks her and danny in the bathroom and tries getting out the window jack is in the bedroom yeah and Danny oh, manages to get gosh. out the window. And you're just like, yeah, just get out. So oh. she, the window is really small, isn't it? So she yeah. pushes Danny through. He's... Why didn't she smash the window? With what tools? She's got a baseball bat. Oh, she has. And a knife. Uh, why didn't she smash the window? Right. But, do, but and there's stuff was in the bathroom. Was it? I think the frame, though, was just too small for no, her no, to get no, through, no, wasn't no. it? It lifted up. Yeah. And then it had window above. Window, did it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Danny got through easily, but yeah. I, I, oh, I thought it was the frame. Um, even so. Even if so. If it's a frame, break the frame. Like yeah. at this point, get an elbow on it. <laughs> Stu's doing all the mimes. Um, yeah. Oh, bless Danny. So the snow was. When does he up say so red high. rum? Then we've skipped that bit. He. Um... They must have been there. It must have been then. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So... Yeah. He slides down the snow out. Bless him, yeah. he's all shivery, just looking up at his mum, like hoping, willing her to get out. Yes, he is, right, let's remember that moment. Oh. Um, Jack <laughs> works out that she's in the bathroom, and Wendy just tells Danny to run, and she's just hit by the door with the knife. Yeah. She's hysterical and not helping the situation, because every time he swings and hits the axe, Yeah, like, she, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but Stu, like, you know, what would you, what would you do? Well, I'm quiet. sure. No, you wouldn't. I'm my feet. No, yeah, she's quiet. I would do the same. No, you are not thinking rationally, are you? Your husband's there with an axe at the door. No, right. I won't shush. Your husband's she's quiet, there with an axe at the door. He might not think she's in there anymore. He knows she's in there. The door's locked, and he saw them go in. But there's also a window. Smash the window. Be quiet. Oh, and he'll continue to break down the door. And then when he comes in, you have a knife. You stab him in the head. Well, I'm sure upon reflection, she wished she had done that, but in the moment of all the terror... Right, well, anyway, he keeps... He's I read Shelley is amazing here. Here's Johnny, and oh. then he puts his hand in to unlock the door, and she yeah, stabs him in the hand. So, Shelley and Jack, real-life Jack Nicholson, 
aren't they both amazing in, the, in this scene? So these are all his ad-libs, which we assume. So that, yeah, here's Johnny and little pigs, little pigs, let me come in. I, I thought that was excellent ad-libbing. Very scary. I, I heard that, um, so I'm not sure if this is true. This is what I've been told, not read. But apparently Stanley Kubrick was quite harsh with uh, Shelley Duvall, maybe like, the whole cast and he would just kind of make them so her exhaustion and emotion here is real because he just kept making her do it over and over again and she actually was exhausted mm. and like fed up and tired and yeah so um maybe that what we're seeing is is so real but again i haven't i don't have a reference for that that's just what i've heard when telling people we were doing the shining this year yeah so dick is here at the hotel he's managed to make it outside with his little thing yeah Danny is hiding in the kitchen reminding me of Jurassic Park a bit yeah I see what you the mean metal, yeah like, yeah cupboard like stainless steel yeah uh Wendy then like comes to her senses remember that Danny's out there so she needs it she knows that she has to go find him because mm. Jack's heard the car pull up so yeah. he's gone uh Dick's inside checking for people Jack's looking for him uh Dick's calling oh. out for them and I fear for him at this point. Yeah, me too. And it's a wonder... So he hasn't seen, then, with his shining, what could happen to him now. No. No. Um, all right, now you're probably going to say that bit now, so I'll... Well, Jack hits him with an axe in the chest. And Danny screams, and Jack is after him. Um, uh, that, yes. And then also, because Wendy's running around the hotel looking for Danny... Right, well, yeah, we're not at that bit. You know, oh, okay, that's what I thought. Oh, okay. Just keep rewinding and fast-forwarding the film. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Jack's after him. Um, I put, at this point, I don't know what's real and what's not real anymore. Yeah, true. I don't know who's real. Is Dick actually real? Is he a vision? Like, yeah. Who can, who can tell at this point? No, I think he is real because of his snowcat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why is that real? Um, <laughs> Wendy can now see the men from the party. Oh, are they from the party? Yeah, he says something to her about the party. I thought that was what you were going to say then. No. Oh, so you cut me off all angrily right, so, for no reason. Um, <laughs> oh, how interesting. Get that, listeners? I've been told off several times. Uh, <laughs> Danny runs outside into the maze. Oh. So... Well, no, no, so no, no, then? no, 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 not before then. All right. Um, and Jack <laughs> takes after the footprints. Wendy is still inside. Yes, <laughs> Wendy is still inside, and she's looking for Danny, and she sees a bear and a man having relations. Yes. Yeah. And and the dead <laughs> butler. Oh it? yeah. Oh yeah, with um the cut down his head, the yeah. skull. So he's been axed. Yeah. Is that butler? I just wrote butler, but is that? Um, Grady. Maybe. Ah, I should have paid more attention to that. Um, oh, yeah, and her, and then she sees... Um, the hallway for the blood come out. Yeah. So that was a vision from the future from, that from Danny saw. That Danny had had, yeah. Um, and the room of skeletons. Did you say that? No, I didn't see a room of skeletons. Oh, so that's my extended again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she sees a room of skeletons and a room of spider webs in the extended version. No. 
Um, Danny's in trying to cover up his tracks because Jack's... Isn't he clever? Yeah. He's six years old, figuring that out. That Under he, pressure as well. He's being followed so but because his dad can see his footprints, so he steps back on them Yeah. and hides, yeah. And then he hides and then Jack doesn't know where he is. Like a clever kid. Yeah, he's very uh, clever. So Danny makes a run for it the other way. Um, oh. Wendy and Danny finally meet... The yeah, car won't start, fine. and Jack is struggling through the snow. And I put, like, why is Jack that bad? I know he's been hit, and he's gone down the stairs. Yeah. But he's been outside less than what Danny's been outside. Yeah. And he's really just struggling. Yeah, he's drunk as well, don't you think? Mm, I guess. Yeah. Oh, why mm-hmm. is he like that? Is he drunk? Why Why is he like that? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I think he was drunk. Um, and he's just singing in the maze, isn't he? Yeah. He's angry, first of all, that he can't find Danny, and then he's just singing. And he's, like, on the verge of collapse. Mm. Um, and then it's just, like, boom, Jack, like, frozen solid, dead in the snow. Yeah. And then in the hotel, like, foyer, there's a picture from mm. 1921. Four. Four. Uh, with Jack in. Yeah. Hashtag confusion. Yeah, so it was like, is it a 4th of July party, is it? Or New Year or something? Yeah. Um, And then, and then, uh, irrelevant, but one of the ladies stood by him looks like a young queen mother. But, so why is that? That really stood out to me. Yeah, so this is the, that's the thing, isn't it? I read that it's the hotel, like... The victims of the hotel can like reincarnate themselves. Yeah, and they're, it, just, they're, they're just always, always come drawn back, back to the hotel. To the hotel. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So maybe that's not even him, but another him. Yeah. Well, I'll fell for it. Yeah. I put in terms of scary Halloween yeah. film, yeah. eight out of ten. Right. In terms of film, seven out of ten. Oh, okay. Ten and just a ten. Because, just because of the confusion. Yeah, but I like that, though, don't you? I no. think that makes it interesting. I it's do. not always nice to know what's going on. Yeah, but it, it needs to make and sense. And it's not a nice film. Yeah, but it, but it needs to make sense. It doesn't make sense because if it was... I think it does if we just don't understand. You have The Shining, <laughs> the shining yeah. which is what Danny can see, and he sees the future, and he sees the past, and he sees the yeah. ghosts. Yeah. And then you have Jack, who's obviously struggling... And he's having real, like, issues. Mm. Or or he is a ghost himself. Yeah. So why can Wendy see what's going on as well? Well, because I think that she's st- slowly getting cabin fever as well and it's affecting her in all the terror. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, do you want to do trivia? Or... Yes. So I, I give the film, obviously, 10 and 10. Um, so, trivia. Four international versions of the film, uh, Kubrick shot different takes of Wendy reading the typewriter pages in different languages. Um, so, for in each language, a suitable idiom was used. So, obviously, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. That's a thing that we have in our... Uh, in the English-speaking world anyway, don't we? That's yeah. a, that's not... It just sort of worked well because he's called Jack. Um, but in German, it says, uh, Was du heute kannst besorgen das Verschreiber nicht auf morgen? 
which means never put off till tomorrow what may be done today. And then, so they had that, like a, a different thing similar to that in every country. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh, the time taken typing out all these things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, and so the door that Jack chops through with the axe near the end of the film was real. Kubrick originally shot the scene with a fake door, um, but Nicholson had worked as a volunteer fire, mar- f- fire marshal and firefighter in the California Air National Guard, so he tore through it too quickly. Um, oh, here we are. And then the Here's Johnny is taken from Ed McMahon's introduction to The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. I've got M- Mahon. I'll say it's public, man. Is it? <laughs> Embarrassing for me. <laughs> Eddie McMahon uh, from Ireland. Apologies. So, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> thank you to do. Um, yeah, I already said that about that he didn't know about it. I presumably they couldn't have had that many takes, well, unless he was just going through doors. Just going through doors, yeah. So it seems odd that he would have just made up what he was saying. But he and did. they might have just had lots of doors. Yeah. I think maybe like you said as well, if he had to bash through ten different doors, yeah. by the time he got to the eleventh, he probably would have been very angry. Very angry, yeah. Sick and of it. sweaty and Um There were rumours, and this was in that room two three seven documentary as well, that Stanley Kubrick had filmed the moon landing and then some of that is based on uh like a they people think is a clue with Danny wearing the Apollo 11 jumper um right <laughs> uh so impressions right so <laughs> I can't I've written down loads but I can't remember um how they're said um uh but oh just before that I wrote um in the from watching the um the uh, room two three seven documentary um that in also so i said about the no wire coming from the tv mm-hmm. also if when they're having that little tour in the beginning when uh stuart Ullman's showing them around you'll see at one point a car is moments away from hitting them as it dry as they cross over the road from the maze to the hotel and then they switch camera angle and then it it doesn't but honestly, if you look, moments away from being hit with a car. And then they switch the camera angle. Um, and... Yeah, and then I wrote, the only supernatural thing that can't be explained is the opening of the door from the like the larder thing to let Jack out. Mm. And then, Unless it's Danny that does that. Tennis ball? Or Wendy. Oh, yeah, the tennis ball. Where did that come from? Yeah, that's another thing. Hmm... Okay, um, this is not a good impression, but I just wanted to say it. I'm not grouchy. I just want to finish my work. Uh, Thank you. And then the best one. Are you ready? Red rum, red rum, red rum, red rum, red rum. Here you are. (sighs) Thank you. Good night. And that's The Shining. Done. In a nutshell. I'd love to, listeners, I'd love to know what you think of it. If, have you read the book? Write in and tell me. I'm going to finish, um, I'm going to finish the book. 
and then uh, I might recap on it a little bit when we do our Ghostbusters just to if, if there's any revelations in there I'll let you know no? Stu's shaking his head I don't think he wants that no. uh, well yeah <laughs> if you do want to get hold of us we're on all the social medias at Films Lives yeah well most of them we're on Instagram the Twitter Facebook yeah yeah um, yeah, thank you for listening. We're oh, YouTube. YouTube. We have one video. We have one video. Still. It's excelling. <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll be back soon with the Ghostbusters. Yeah, fingers crossed we'll get ourselves in gear and do the Ghostbusters ready for Halloween. This was a pretty good turnaround. Was it? Did we do that quickly? Two weeks since. Huh. What was our last film? <laughs> I don't actually remember. Uh, three men. Oh, three men and a baby, yeah. Mm. So quite yeah. a turn from that film into this one. Yeah, gosh, what a contrast. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Um, we'll be back soon. Take care. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. And all the other... All the other things. Things. Vote, yeah. if you're American. Yeah. Well, vote wherever you are, always. But uh, the American election is coming up soon, so... Yeah, vote is all the... As the suffragettes would say... <laughs> Uh, well, I just need to stop talking. Yes. And these <laughs> are, are the films of our lives. See you soon. Bye, bye, bye. Take care. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, bye.